Christmas invites us to a journey. And in Matthew chapter 2, if you've got a Bible, if you've got the YouVersion app, you can follow along with what I'm doing. You can make your own notes and share it with people. In Matthew chapter 2, it talks about the wise men or the magi, these strange characters who rode uh, to see Jesus. And today, I want to talk about that journey. I'm only going to read just briefly uh, a little bit of of that story so that you can uh, understand just a little bit about it. But um, as we As we read that, it says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the life of King Herod, Magi from the east, they came from one place and they came to Jerusalem. They went on a journey and they said, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star and when it rose, we have come to worship him. I want to kind of challenge everybody today, wherever you're watching from and right here on campus, that that today my message is simple. Are you still on a journey or do you think that you have made it? You know, we're all a bit locked down at the minute, aren't we? And some of us are missing that wonderlust that we, that we have. Some of us like to get out. And the chance to get out there a bit is, uh, for all of us, uh, been, a, been a real difficult thing that we've missed. There's some incredible journeys in the world. I've been watching that program, uh, The Long Way Up. Uh, with Ewan McGregor and his friend Charlie and uh, of how they have had to charge their electric bikes from South America to get into America. It's been a real challenge for them to go on that journey. Earlier this year, Kathy and I, uh, it's great to have Kathy here today, uh, we went to Castleton in Derbyshire and it seems such a long time ago, doesn't it, Kathy? Uh, We went to Castleton in Derbyshire and our goal was to climb up this, uh, it's not a mountain, but uh, a really steep hill called man tour it's a a tourist thing to do and uh, the weather was so bad we couldn't do it and sometimes our life journey gets interrupted you know there's a walk in Spain called the El Caminto uh, de la Rey and it's a one meter wide path that's 100 meters in the air and uh, it's 19 miles long and it's been called the walk of death Uh, and it'll be something that maybe some of the more adventurous of you want to do there's a ridge in Scotland. Uh, It's got one of those uh, strange Gaelic names, the Anarch Egach Ridge, and it's just so narrow that if you start on it, it's 19 miles long, if you start on it uh, and somebody's behind you, you have to finish because it's so narrow and the sides are so steep you can't get past the person behind you. I mean, that's a great metaphor for church, isn't it? Once you've started, we're going to finish, aren't we, amen? That we are actually going to go to this journey. And Paul said, I've run the race. I've finished the fight. And I want to encourage you today to go on a journey, to not be the sort of person that says, well, I'm just mumbling along You are on a journey, the journey of your life. And it can be difficult. It can have its twists and turns and ups and downs. But this Christmas, I want to invite you to go on a spiritual journey with us. And to deepen what your life purpose is about. From this moment, actually. Whether you're in your 70s, whether you're in your 80s, 
whether you're young. And I think life purpose is for all of us to deepen into. And this morning, as you are tuned in with us and here with us, I want you to actually begin to just almost listen to me and step back and say, okay, God, deepen my life purpose. You know, Kathy and I are a little bit different. I'm more of a journey person and Kathy's a bit of a destination person. She will like to just get there and then explore what we've decided to go and see. Whereas I love to go on the journey and kind of enjoy the journey. And Kathy always thinks that she hates going to the supermarket with me, you know, because I, uh, she's got the list and she's ticking it off, you know, naughty and nice, you know, ticking it off. And I'm just like, ooh, looking around. Oh, maybe we could have that. Maybe that. I'm a bit more random than she is. But I want to let you know that at Christmas time, you are also on this journey of discovery. And I wonder whether you've stopped traveling. I actually wonder whether with all the things that are on your mind, getting through this season, making it happen, whether or not you have neglected your spiritual journey and your relationship with God. Some of you have come to Birmingham to study as a, a university and you might be so caught up with your new course or some of you may be watching, you've gone away to university. I wonder if you have put Jesus on the back burner a little bit, put your journey on the back burner. Some of you are caught up with everything that's going on in the world and I wonder if you have put your, your spiritual journey a little bit on the back burner and it's got crowded out with lockdown. God's not locked down. Can I hear an amen in the house? God is not locked down. Every one of us, whether we have faith or no faith, needs to commit to a journey and see that there's more out there. And I want to encourage you today. There's more out there for you in your spiritual life. God has more for you. He's got more for me. The American writer Henry Millis said this, our destination is never a place. It's a new way of seeing things. There's a new way of seeing things for your life. You know, I came by today to minister to you today. I want to speak into your life. I want you to leave today or when you log off today to think, you know what? I am going to take another jump into my spiritual journey. We've all been seen and we've all been shown this year how fragile life is. I, I, I was talking to Babs Nakubi today and, and her ward is, is just getting more impacted and busy and some of the national health workers are amongst us. They, they're working so hard. Please pray for our NHS workers, won't you? And we've been told how fragile life is in this season. But there's more to life than just clinging on to it. There's a spiritual journey for you to take. There's a life journey to you to take. There's more to this journey than you might have thought. The wise men, and, and we were trying to just show you a bit of the struggle that perhaps the wise men had earlier with Leon's sketch. But the wise men, some say that they traveled 400 miles. Other commentators say it was 1,000 miles. And I just wonder if you, when you see the camel and how comfortable it might have been, that that was a pretty big effort. And I wonder if you could make the same effort in your spiritual journey. I want to just say there are five 
stages to a spiritual journey. And we'll just go through those really quickly. And in a sense, at the end, I'm going to ask you for a spiritual moment. I'm going to ask you to open your heart and, and deepen in one of those journeys, one of those stages. The first stage is this. Number one, there's the realization there's something out there. And I'm not just talking to those who perhaps have no faith, but I am talking to you if you haven't come into a full faith yet. The, the wise men looked up and they saw a star and they looked at their charts and said, there's something out there. And they had a realization. I, I know it sounds a little bit like the X-Files, but I wonder if even as a Christian today, whether God could arrest you and say, there's something more out there for you. And the first stage of any spiritual journey is this realization that, hey, there's more for me. And I'm, I've tried to spend the first few minutes of this message whetting your appetite and saying, come on, church, there's something more out there for all of us. First stage of any journey is realization. Some people are just happy with that mystery. They're, they're happy to say, oh, there's something out there, but they never do anything about it. But the second stage is investigation. And I guess it flip-flops with the third stage. I'll come on to in a moment. But the second stage of investigation is what the wise men said. Is they said, where's the king? They asked questions. They, they went to talk to people and there was an investigation stage for them and I wonder if you have stopped asking questions about your faith I wonder if even as a Christian that you have not taken it any further that you've got the same type of faith that you had years ago you're settled you're in the family and that and that's great but I wonder if You've just stopped asking God, what about this? And I wonder for you today, you might be watching and you, you, you may not really have a developed faith. You may, you may think there's something out there. You need to put yourself in a place where you can ask the questions that you really have. Maybe you could email in and ask us your question. But you see, anybody who's on a genuine spiritual journey is going to ask questions. And do some investigation and see if this really is true that there's something out there. And then what the, the third stage of any spiritual journey is what I call relocation. Now, that might not be physical relocation, but the wise men, they moved from one place to another. And actually that was a physical relocation and they moved to an environment that it placed themselves where they could experience what they were seeking. And I want to say to you in the new year, come to church. Physically come to church. I know that some of you won't come until uh, certain conditions are met or you've been vaccinated and, and we, we honor that and we appreciate that. But I want to say to everybody here, whether you uh, come physically, tune in, join a Zoom group, put yourself in an environment where you can ask some questions, move in your mindset because every spiritual journey has a relocation. The wise men said this, we have come, we have moved, we have changed our mindset from just looking at charts and, and astronomy and now we want to see it played out. We've placed ourselves in this environment 
Are you immovable? There's only one person who's immovable, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the move, he's, he's the one who moves us. I wonder if you're shutting yourself away, that you've been watching us online, that you've actually locked yourself down and you're not open to an environment. Hey, through Zoom groups, through small groups, through connection, we all need to move. And we hope that you'll physically come to our campus in the new year. But we want you to move so that you can experience the reality of Jesus. So the first stage is realization. There's something out there. The second stage is investigation. Let me, let me ask some of my questions. But third stage is I've got to move. I've got to put myself in a different environment, uh, whether that's physically or mindset-wise. But the fourth stage is connection, realization, revelation. You know, that actually God begins to speak to you, that things start happening and you need to respond to them. Here, the Christmas is a time when we can discover that actually God is really with us. That I know that some of you are on your own. And we, we just, you know, this whole thing for me and Kathy, we're quite emotional. Uh, last week and this week, seeing people and being around our congregation, it's very emotional for us, but we know that some of you are alone. And we know that you're, that you're isolating, and we get that. But you know what? The message of Christmas is God with us. Can I hear an amen in the house? God is with us, and he can be with you right now. In fact, on Christmas Day, I'm going to say something very similar. God is with us, and you're not alone. And you can have this revelation, this connection, where God can speak to you on your journey, that the actual connection to Christ can be real, and God can be speaking to you. It happened with the Magi as, as they met Christ. They, they had a dream. They were warned by an unusual revelation. And I wonder if you're open that you could right now, in fact, while you're sitting here, while you're sitting at home, if you could open your heart and say, speak to me. God, if you say, God with us, then be with me. Because the fourth stage of a spiritual journey is this revelation that God speaks to us. He speaks to us through the Bible. He speaks to, he speaks to us through even maybe this message. I wonder if you can say, I want you to speak to me, God. And it's not just a subjective thing. You, you'll see him in different ways. The last stage of a spiritual journey and is that we, we come to the acceptance or realignment or maybe we could just call it the obedience stage. It comes, there came a time with the Magi that, that they were told to travel a different way. That actually they planned to go one route home, but in the dream they were warned that, that this wouldn't be the right thing to do. And so they realigned their plans to go a different way. And you know, in the scriptures, there's often they, somebody met Jesus and then walked a different road. And I wonder if in your spiritual journey, you, you, you're kind of seeking for God. You want him to speak to you, but when he speaks to you, you walk on the same old road. You know, a journey that doesn't change us is a journey we've never really taken. And so in any spiritual journey, 
there's a realignment. There's a move. There's a kind of sense of, you know what, I need to take a different path here. And so what I'd like to say to you today is, is simply this. We, we've come to church. Some of you have made the effort to physically come. You, you've tuned in. You've been reading the Bible. You've been, you've been inputting your life. But in a way, if God can't speak to you and then move you on a different path, then that spiritual journey is not deep. And I want to call you today to a deeper journey. And if you're watching today and you're just checking out church and you're wondering about faith and you're thinking, why are these crazy Christians bringing camels into their car park? I'll tell you why we do it. One, because we just want to send you a message and with whatever means you need to go on a journey. And that journey needs to change you. Kathy and I, we believe that God still has great things for us to do. And you might look at us and you might think, man, they're coming into land. Don't do that to us. We're just taking off. Can I hear an amen, church? What about you? My hopes and my dreams for you, my ambitions for you, God's ambitions for you is that your journey gets deeper and deeper and better. I came to challenge you today. I came to comfort you today that God hasn't said, tick, they're in my family. Right, I'll move on to somebody else. God looks at your life and says, I have so much more to give to you, a journey to take you on, to enrich you with, to fill you with. Oh, you know what? If this was the BCC before lockdown, there would have been a clap offering by now at that. You know what I'm saying? Come on, BCC. God's still got lots for us. He's got an amazing plan and a journey for your life. Be like the wise men who say, well, you speak to me, I can go on a different road. Where are you on that spiritual journey? Has the spark, has the freshness gone? I wonder what else God has for me. It's time to say, what's out there, God? I'm going to ask the worship team just to come in a moment, but when was the last time that you researched a faith question and you began to say to yourself, you know what, I, I, need, to, I need to deepen in this area. We need to put ourselves in a faith environment. I'd like everybody else just to stand with us, if you will. You put yourself in a faith environment. You know, on, on, on Tuesday nights, we've seen some incredible healings. And, and we're going to pause our prayer meeting for uh, just a few weeks. Uh, but we have, seen, we have seen people healed and changed right in their living rooms where we haven't even been with them physically. I wonder if you could put yourself in a faith environment. Whether you could say, God, come on, will you speak to me? It's time to actually settle some of your journey to connect. That you say, God, you're really with me. Are you wrestling with a new path that God's putting in front of you? You know, I, I just feel like I should say in my spirit right now that I just believe God's putting some new callings on some people's lives. Are you wrestling with that? Are you beginning to say, well, God, I'm open to that? See, the wise men could have said, we are so wise. 
We don't need God to speak to us, but they allowed God to speak to them and take them home a different way. Give yourself a gift this Christmas. Give yourself the journey of the one behind Christmas. Come on, let's just pray just for a moment. If you're in the house and if you're at home, why don't you just lift your hands open just like this, just like a cup. Come on, we came to church today. We, couldn't, we didn't just come to watch. We came to encounter the living God. And I know he's here right now. I sense he's in your living room. Holy Spirit, where are you on that journey? Are you just realizing that there's something out there? Have you not been investigating? Come on, young person. He's got your questions. He's got your life. I didn't want to just preach some sort of lame Christmas, hallmark, sugar-coated Christmas message today. I want to say to every young person, God's got the best plan for your life. Maybe you need to move. Come on, move in your heart. Let me call you to that wonderful journey. He's going to speak to you. He's going to speak softly to you. He's going to speak affirming. You know, it won't be a condemning voice. It'll be a voice where you get excited. It'll be a challenge. It may be scary, but it'll be a voice that lifts you to the better side of yourself. Holy Spirit, would you do more in our church? And some of you just need to accept. You need to say, this is the new path that God's got me on. Right now at home, if you've never accepted Jesus into your heart, you can simply do that by saying, Father, I am sorry for the things I've done wrong. Just say that with me. I'm sorry for the things I've done wrong. I choose to follow you. Forgive me. I follow you. It's just a simple prayer. Forgive me, I follow you. And if you pray that prayer, your whole life journey will change from now. And if you prayed that prayer, please email in on our email. Admin at bcc.life. Tell us what you've done and we'll connect with you. Holy Spirit, would you just fill us now with a new sense of hope that you have a plan for us, you've got a journey for us to take, that you didn't come just to leave us abandoned, that every person right here now on campus, that you will say, yes, Lord, I commit to go further with you. Just raise your hand if you just want to commit to go further with Jesus. Just, just give that affirmation to him. I want to go further with Jesus. Holy Spirit, take us there, we pray. Let's sing together, shall we?